Dermot and Dave's Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. Mind Yourself Now. So mind yourself now, the job of this part of the show is to look after your mind, your body, your spirit, and if you're a parent, your sanity. Uh, Aoife Lee is our parent coach from parentsupport.ie. You'll find her at parentsupport on Instagram. And Aoife, we got an email in to Dermot and Dave at todayfm.com. And it says this, hi Dermot and Dave, our little nine-year-old daughter gets very, very upset and can hardly speak at times trying to ask for what she wants. Happens mostly at night. Last night it started when she was going to bed. It went on for over two hours. This has been going on for months now. Any help from listeners? Greatly appreciated. P.S. Please, please don't read out my name. Well, we won't, of course. And uh, Aoife is here with us. Aoife, I mean, people picture tantrums, I think, with small toddlers, you know, mm. thinking that they're going to be... But, but getting upset and getting upset to the point where you lose control can happen to any of us at any, any age, but particularly kids who maybe at different stages of their lives don't understand the emotions and things that are happening. Yeah. So in this case, it's a nine-year-old. Yeah, I know. And this is a lot more common than you know you think mm. um, and for this particular nine year old obviously it's become very stressful and I think we'd all agree as parents when you get to that point in the day and in the evening everyone's exhausted so you have multiple factors but it, it can impact our small kids toddlers our primary school and even our young people where yeah. you know whether it's anxiety or they're a worrier or they're just generally overwhelmed so I think before you start trying to look at how to resolve and how to approach it. It's to understand and look at the bigger picture. So what are the general behaviours of your child? And knowing your own child best, tuning into that. So, you know, are you seeing a change or a pattern in behaviour? Um, are there triggers? Look at the school day, the pals, the activities yeah. that they're involved in. And, you know, often we, we kind of get into this, right, trying to fix it mode. And we're like, what's wrong? What's the matter? And if you're trying to have that conversation in the height of upset, and clearly for this particular listener's um, challenge, um, they're potentially trying to deal with all of this all at the same time, this pressure all around. Right. So it's it's important to consider and possibly for this child she's associating bedtime now with anxiousness and worry and the parents are potentially waiting for this all to kick of off course. so everyone has so anxiety around bedtime yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that makes sense triggered. yeah and i mean i know certainly from a couple of my kids they would find the quiet of nighttime, a time when you're alone with your thoughts. Obviously, we all feel the same way. Mm -hmm. It's the first time in the day you probably don't have any noise and you don't have any distractions or whatever. Yeah. And then all of a sudden then, the thing you've been worried about but have been able to distract yourself from now has no distractions. So yeah. it comes up and goes, oh, remember me? You're worried yeah, about yeah. me. Don't forget that. Yeah. So I, I would often find that time of the evening around bedtime is a, is a time when these conversations or these episodes do happen. It makes sense. I think you, you spoke about it there, like, we're all we're all full of emotions up to the very yes. top, you know, and particularly at the end of the day, you've kind of gone through everything. But if you're small and you don't really have the skills to regulate those emotions or get them out, sometimes this kind of uncontrolled, like they describe it there, the poor girl, like, uh, she's she can hardly speak, she's yeah. sobbing so much yeah. or whatever it is, that... That's just because you've been too full of emotions and yeah. then the, whatever the last bit is that springs it over the top, you can't control it. Then it all has to come out. Yeah, so what what this person is describing is there's ch child is essentially dysregulating. So mm. it's like the emotional part of the brain is completely overtaking the cognitive and language part. So, you know, any kind of reasoning, logic, what are we going to do? What's the matter? It's you're going to go nowhere it's wasted, fast. Yeah. yeah. So it's recognizing that, okay, 
I need to be the anchor for my child. We need to be our calm. Whether it is your two-year-old toddler absolutely swinging Dixie on the yeah. kitchen floor or, you know, your nine-year-old child that's that's completely overwhelmed. So it's giving them that space and that, that time, but being there calm and, and their anchor. And it can often start with, and what we often hear is, name it to tame it. So even starting off with simple language, like, I can see you're really upset right now. I can see you're overwhelmed. You're exhausted. Um, you know, what can we do? And there are lots of different things that, that we can do to help our children. But in that moment, sometimes just being present is enough. Um, and being, being mindful of your tone of voice, yeah. your, the proximity of where you are with your child, uh, the body language, face expression. There's a lot to be said for how we look at someone and, you know, what, how that can come across. Yeah. So if you're really frustrated yourself, which, hands up, I am a parent to three. I have been in this, this moment and it really takes a lot of perseverance and patience from, from our uh, Yeah, you're right. And, and your child can pick up on your triggers as much as you can pick up on theirs. So, you know, trying to feign calm and anchor and all those things mm. while your face is going, uh, you shut up and go to bed. I want to watch my telly for five minutes before I get to sleep. You know, yeah. there's no point. Like you need to be there. And also in a multiple ch- child household, you may also have knowing glances and oh mum she's doing that and I want to do this and then yeah. all of a sudden they feel the other, the child in the throes of the emotional kind of despair can yeah. feel worse then because their brothers and sisters <laughs> are, are taunting them or saying whatever you know yeah and look there isn't going to be, you know, one, there's no one size fits all. Right. Because, and, you know, you might have a one child family or you might have a five child family yeah. where you're staggering bedtimes and you feel like bedtime's going on forever. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, or, or what we did in my house, which was just, you know what? Everyone goes to bed when the eldest fella goes to bed. That's just easier. <laughs> yes, small children, you are going to get no sleep, but that's the way life is. Yeah, and so, look, at when you're trying to look at a plan of action, you have to be prepared to um, know that this is going to take a little bit of time yeah. because, you know, expect a little bit of resistance from the child. If they're just used to getting upset and everyone's getting into the chaotic moment, they know no different. So it's like, right, what can we do here? And chat through it when that lid is back you down see, again. You've said that. And that, that to me is the most genius advice, which is at the I time, do. <laughs> don't try and solve the problem. Let yeah. the problem just... Let, let the situation just calm itself. You be calm. If yeah. it's a snuggle, if whatever it is, that it's just hold them and let them know it's okay, mm-hmm. whatever. But then at another point, when the, you're not full to the brim of emotions, when there's about 10% left, then maybe you need to have the conversation, which is like what? Like what would you be asking? Why, why are you getting so upset, well, do you think? Yeah, well, the thing is, that's where we get into... Um, the, the the adult brain will kind of go right let's kind of look at the behaviour and the trigger and, and all of that when we ask for kids like what's wrong what's causing you to be like this they mightn't be able to give us the answer they may not know at and all and that's yeah. okay mm. so it mightn't be one thing like I am actually being bullied yeah. or I'm really struggling with my schoolwork or I'm really struggling with sports I'm involved in they mightn't be able to make that connection so sometimes there's not an answer that's okay it's it's I think um we underestimate how much our kids rely on us to help them co-regulate, which yeah. is calm. If we're getting caught up in it, like we've described there all of the time, we're just going to go around in circles. So it's um, maybe parking the why is this happening and let's just focus a little bit on trying to calm things mm. down and make 
bedtime a little bit easier both for the child because when the child gets to that point where they can hardly speak and they're so wound up that's actually kind of scary it's the same with a toddler who's absolutely losing it yep. having a tantrum yep. uh, it can be quite scary so that's where we, we come in and um, so there is different things that we can do to start the ball rolling yeah like what okay. like what so um, I mentioned there naming the emotions so kids feel validated and appreciated and understood they don't feel like they're going absolutely right. crazy Um one exercise that we do um, at home is breathing. Again, yeah. underestimated, um, but uh, inhale for three, hold, exhale for five. Now, I'm not suggesting you. This is what you do in the in the midst of the, the, sure. the business. But when talk a bit to your calm, child yeah. when the calm is like. Look, I think we should try this out. Expect them to be a bit. Oh, I don't know if this is for me. You have to practice these and bring. Uh, have a part of the the habit and the routine of of what you're doing. One of the things I did with one of mine who would get upset and, and anxious about things was did that breathing. I said, look, just breathe into your close your eyes, breathe into your nose, and and then let the breath go into your body. But tell me what you're seeing. So he said, oh, I see blue breath going into my red insides. Oh. And now when we kind of need that, we can kind of call back that imagery or whatever. So if you let them maybe have some ownership of that as opposed to going this is what mammy and daddy say yes. you do that is their kind of thing that can also let them go well no I like that because I, I yes. made that up do you know yeah, what I mean absolutely like, yeah. yeah and even uh, you know I know my daughter we were doing the breathing exercises and I was kind of counting for her and then after that she goes you know what mum I prefer if you don't count and let's just use some kind of um, hand actions <laughs> yeah, to know when we're is. going in and that was just her way of taking Control, health yeah. control over it. And you mentioned there about the visualisation and lovely grounding exercise um, can be really helpful and creates a bit of focus and, and, and presence in the moment. Um, you know, talk about like five things I can see, four things I can touch, three things I can hear, two things I can smell and one thing I can taste. Oh, yeah. And it just kind of makes the child stop and think um, and you're, they're thinking about right now. Yeah, they're not thinking about the past. They're not thinking about the future. No, it's just in the moment. And in that in that regard, you don't want to be piling in all these exercises. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, let's do yeah, this. Yeah, let's yeah, do yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 fi- fi- looking at what works for you. Listening to music. Whatever. Um, yeah, there's got know, to be something in there that you can that can bring the child back to right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, A couple of questions for you, if that's okay. If yeah, they're sure. fine. And uh, my two-year-old is chilled out, little man mostly. But oh my god, recently he gets into tantrums at home, never in public, strangely and thankfully. He is totally wild in these tantrums. He kicks, he screams, will try to trash the place, hit me. Nothing you do or don't do, like ignoring it, helps. He's absolutely full of rage to the point he can actually hurt himself. Yeah, I know that's really tough, both on the child and the adults. And this is not a pleasant experience for anyone involved. Mm. So I think, um, you know, at two years of age, they uh, really struggle with regulating their emotions. So they really rely on our tone, our body language. Essentially, it is instilling some boundary around, you know, it's not okay, it's not okay to hit, but at the same time, look at what's behind it. Is he tired? Is he hungry? Is he just looking for a connection from you? And that's often what can happen. And that reasoning part of, you know, I really want the drink or I really want that lollipop and just before bed. They don't get the no. reasoning behind no. the why. So it's They also don't get that when they're thirteen and when they're ten <laughs> and when they're there's nothing to do with them being toddlers. They I'd all... agree with you there. <laughs> um but yeah, so that's the toddlers, that's a whole other conversation. It is, it, it is. We'll yeah. do that another day. But look, yeah. Eva Lee, as always, it's great to have you in and great to get your your insight into all these things. You can follow Eva on Instagram at Parent Support and also her website is parentsupport.ie. Eva, thank you so much thank as you. always. And if you ever have a 
question you want to ask Aoife or another one of our experts and mind yourself now or ourselves indeed if we're not experts on anything uh, you can email Dermot and Dave at todayfm.com and we'll do our best to get someone on who knows what they're talking about